In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Today, I have a very exciting guest. She is one of the original YouTubers. She is an OG. She has over 24 million YouTube views, which is more Tinder dates than I've been on. She is a five-time Sunday Times bestseller, and she's a bad bitch. It is, of course, Louise Pentland. Welcome. Hello, hello. Only a couple more views than you've had Tinder dates, though. Lo, lo, lo. Only a couple. You just <laughs> you just pit me to the post, but there we go. I am so pleased that you are on. I am so pleased that you're a listener of the pod. I and am I'm so pleased. That I'm so pleased to be here. I'm <laughs> already. I'm so pleased to be here. This is my favorite podcast, and I promise you, I don't say that unless it really is. In fact, I've never said that because I've never had a favorite podcast until now. It's this. I bloody love I believe it. you. I believe you. And I'm very, very honoured. So the reason that I wanted to get you on the podcast, other than the fact that I love you, is because 
you have 100% manifested your reality. I think you often talk about how you had a very, very difficult childhood. Your mum died when you were very young. You had quite an abusive childhood, suffered childhood abuse and stuff. You were in an unhappy relationship. You were a receptionist. I've been there. Times are rough. (laughs) And you are now living your best goddamn life. You're a wealthy woman. You're a happy woman. You're living your best life. Tell us how. How did you do all this? Thank you. You make, you make me sound so glamorous. Um, yes, so all of that is correct. Um, started off with a lovely family. Then my mum got ill when I was five with cancer, died when I was seven. Um, someone came into our lives that was incredibly abusive. Um, and that went on until I was 15. And then life got a bit better. I had a marriage that didn't work out. And now things have really turned around. And I think I have always been into the law of attraction and into manifesting but not really known that I was into it um I've always been a really positive thinker um I'm the eternal optimist and I do think so I've always thought if you think positively positive things will happen and that is the foundation that is the very like bottom layer of the law of attraction is that what you think is what you attract so if you're thinking positively good things are going to come to you I remember when I was little I used to sort of like try and make deals in my head with God or the universe or a higher source like if if this stops I make like if the abuse stops I promise I will be this person or whatever so I've always found it quite comfortable to talk to and believe in and welcome in something higher than just the human brain and the human energy and it's only really been in the last I'd say nine months that I have really investigated and researched the law of attraction and manifesting and you know a higher source further um and for me it is linked with my faith and I believe and and I by the way I'm not a pusher of beliefs I just think you believe what you believe and that's okay by me but I believe that that higher source is God. I believe that God did create the universe and he is the energy, but that maybe we can tap into that a little bit and maybe uh, we can use science alongside faith as well. Yeah, well, I think it's undisputed, isn't it? Like there's a thing going around on Instagram that's like, uh, oh, I could not actually fucking remember what it is. <laughs> but they're like, Christians call it prayer, um, spiritualists call it healing do you know what I mean but everyone everybody agrees there is something like Muslims agree there is something Christians agree there is something but we're just not agreeing on what it is I I can't put a male face to it with a beard a white man in fucking Palestine and say that's Jesus like I just can't but there's something probably wasn't white by the way Probably That's what I mean. I can't put a white man with a beard yeah. living in Palestine and say, yes, his name is... Like, I just can't. I can't get down with that shit. But I think we can all agree, yeah, that it, there is something and, and it's powerful and you can yeah. connect to it and it can make things happen. Do you think that your childhood being particularly difficult is what kind of... A little bit like Matilda. I don't know if you listened to my Matilda episode, but like that gave you the 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 power to do this. Yes. When you are living in a terrible, terrible situation, when you're living in literally some days, and I don't mean to say this to be dramatic, it's just factual, a life or death situation, you beca- you turn inward. 
because I couldn't turn outward because there was no option to do that. I couldn't be a normal kid sort of like playing and expressing myself. You just go in. And I think I found a lot within and felt comfortable there. So, you know, when people say, you know, meditate and look within and find that strength within you, that's not particularly challenging for me to do because I was forced to do that as a coping mechanism. And I also think children of unsettled houses or, uh, or you know, I don't know how to say it, but children of crap childhoods there. This is your podcast. You're allowed to say bad words here. <laughs> children of crap childhoods, I think, are forced to be creative and they're forced to let their minds go a bit further. And they're forced to think outside of a box mentally because physically you are in such a tight box. Um so yeah, yeah. And I always and also I feel so grateful. I feel so grateful every day for really small things and in the law of attraction having a gratitude for things, acknowledging things, noticing and accepting the positives in your life. I mean there's some people that could have like the best life ever and they're like, "Oh, but I don't have a Lamborghini." Whereas I'm thinking, "Oh, no one's abusing me. I have total <laughs> freedom over my day." People what a win. <laughs> what a win. I'm really happy. And what and when you're happy about things, more happy things happen to you. Yeah, 100%. And I think that sometimes we can be shamed into feeling really happy about the simplest things. And not to blast my ex-husband, but he used to be like, God, Fran, you're so pleased with really simple things. But I was like, don't take that away from me. Don't fucking take it away from me. Do you know what? I've got these flowers outside my front garden. I've only lived in my new house for three months. So everything's dream still house. Your dream house. Dream house, bitches. Dream house. And it's stuff is still a novelty. Spring is coming, so shit's popping up that I didn't even know was there. And you know what? Every morning I wake up and I've got this plant called a Mediterranean spurge in my front garden. I've never seen anything so fucking glorious in my life. And I've got three children. It is more beautiful than all three of my children combined. These flowers are beautiful. And I look outside my window every day. I take pictures of them. I take pictures with the house in the background. I take pictures with the field. And every day I'm like, well, you look at those fucking flowers. <laughs> it's just, I get so much pleasure from it. And I've got a pony out the back and I just keep filming him being like, look at that fucking pony. Like, I just think finding joy in ordinary things. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to have all of your dreams come true. You can just find joy in such ordinary things, can't you? But yes, you can. And joy is joy. Joy doesn't know what it's coming from. So you you could be feeling joy over a flower or somebody could be feeling joy because they have just done, a, they're a CEO of a major corporate business and they've just had a massive corporate takeover worth six billion pounds and they're feeling joy. And that joy is not different joy. It's just joy. So why not yeah. be happy for the bloody flowers rather than not noticing? Did that CEO notice the flowers in their garden before they went off and did their huge takeover? I'm not saying don't strive for your giant CEO moments, but there's nothing wrong with feeling the joy for other things. When you get to the end of your life, you're going to look back and think, just wanted to be happy. And you were over your flowers. Good for you. When Obviously, I get to the end of my life. Every other hour of your life. So you're pretty happy about that as well, <laughs> but you know flowers well that's the thing it's easy to say that I think sometimes when we are feeling in the depth 
depths of some kind of despair or we're going through something really difficult. And both of us are divorced women. Both of us have been single parents. And that obviously comes with so many of its own challenges and struggles. And it can be difficult to sometimes, it's going to sound like a cliche, but to smell the flowers. It can be difficult to appreciate those things when it feels like everything in your life is tumbling down. But I think if you can always come back to that place, and what I love about the law of attraction is, I do have down days. I have days where I let shit get the better of me. I have days where I let it all get too much and I think that my life is shit and what have I manifested? This is terrible. But if you can always take a moment in time and say, nah, this shit ain't carrying on. Like I am just going to turn this around. I'm going to start practicing all of the techniques that I know. I'm going to start visualizing. I'm going to focus on what I do want. At any point in your life, no matter how bad things get, you can always turn it around. And that's what I like. And it's free. Anyone can do this. It's free. I think of it like a little mental toolkit that if I have down days too, like, so dear listeners, Fran and I talk on voice notes a lot. We call each other our support dogs because we've found that we've been through a lot of very similar things that perhaps we don't talk about publicly because it's not appropriate, but we have, we have shared a lot and it's not about being happy all the time. It's not about being sort of like airy fairy, wishy washy, being like, la, 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 like skipping through the fields. It's about recognizing when things have gone wrong and things are hard. I mean, like, okay, what am I going to do to pull this back? Am I going to practice some gratitude? Am I going to do some breathing work? Am I going to do like your one, two, three method? You know that one, two, three, do something. I do that. Oh, all the, the five time. second rule. That's five incredible. Rule. Yeah, I do that all the time. I'm like, okay, feeling really shit. One, two, three, I'm going to focus on that now. And it works. Like, it's just having little coping mechanisms, which I think is what I did as a kid, but didn't realise that they were coping mechanisms. And now, thanks to your podcast and thanks to looking into a bit more, I found actually healthy coping mechanisms for things. We're all just coping, aren't we? We're all just going around coping. (laughs) Just getting through it a day at a time. Yeah, the law of coping. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no we're we're thriving we're not thriving. just surviving some yeah. days I'm surviving some days I'm thriving I'm looking for more of the thriving but yeah. I think you're right I think that's when you first get into the law of attraction I know I used to get really confused about how law of attraction quickly spread into self-development and all of these different things like EFT or meditation or yoga or all these different things breath work and I think once you start to explore it you realize that it is also connected because it's these tools. And the thing is, the things that work for you are not going to work for me. Like I hate journaling. I fucking hate it. I will never journal, (laughs) but some people live for it. So what are your top kind of tools? Like what are your top tools for your sort of turning your mindset around when you're feeling bad? We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. Okay, so my first tool, I cannot believe I'm saying this, because if we had done this podcast even six months ago, 
I would have rolled my eyes so hard, I would have lost my contact lenses into my brains. Is it um, going to be walking around your garden? It is. It is. It's going to be I know you so well. <laughs> I can't believe it. So I've got a garden. It's like, you've seen it, friends. I say it's a medium sized garden. It's not massive, but it's not small. And about three years ago, this is so boring. About three years ago, <laughs> We took all the bushes out of the perimeter and we installed a little path, a bit of concrete, because our daughters like doing their scooters around it. And I didn't like them playing out the front. So I was like, we'll do a little path and just scoot around. Right. In January, one morning, it was freezing cold, but something possessed me to go outside in my slippers and dressing gown and just thought I'll do a couple of loops around the garden whilst I'm doing a voice memo to my friend. Fast forward four months three or four months. This morning I did 61 minutes. I walked, in fact, I'm going to tell you, I walked, (laughs) I walked five kilometers around my garden this morning. My neighbor Amanda must think I'm unhinged because I (gasps) walk around in loops around this garden and I do all my voice notes. I make phone calls. I listen to podcasts. I just love it. And also whilst I'm doing it, I think and now I've found, I mean, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Now I've found if I want to have a good think about something, I can't do it sitting down. But just walking and feeling the wind like rushing around my face and my heart rate maybe going up a bit more like in a healthy way really helps me to think and process through things. And it sets me up for a good day. And if I don't do it, I feel a bit like frazzle panic. Do you know when you're a bit like, oh, can't work out what to do? Right. Like a fly sort of, you know when you get a fly trapped in your windowsill and it's like bashing at the window because it's like, oh, that's how I feel if I don't have that walk. I mean, who knew that exercise was good for the mind? Why didn't they tell you? <laughs> I still haven't discovered that. I have a really important question. Do you switch directions? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm because I thought, oh God, I don't want like one leg to become like super muscle leg. And then the yeah. other leg to be like weedy leg. I mean, I won't lie. I've had absolutely no physical changes at all. So, <laughs> uh, but that's number one. So a little walk, but I only like walking around my garden. I absolutely detest walks around. You know, when people are like, oh, we went for a big walk around our village. I think, oh, I can't think of anything worse. It's just not for yeah. me. It's not really an exerciser, hence, you know, <laughs> being quite plus size. Um, but that, so just, being outside I think it's the fresh air I think it's not having a ceiling and I also feel like when I'm thinking and I'm sort of manifesting or I'm talking to God or I'm praying or whatever you want to call it having nothing between me and like the great wide universe makes a difference I feel like I'm more connected I feel like I look up and I'm sending my like sunbeam thoughts like direct right up I love that I love that visual and I'm going to immediately start using it. Right. I'm calling a builder. I'm getting a path. path. Yeah. Get rid of the pool. Get your path in. Best money you'll ever spend. I (laughs) seriously might do it. Yeah. Do do it. That one. The other thing is affirmations. And again, this is something that I used to think was really cheesy because I'd seen people like write on the mirror, like you are loved in lipstick. And I just thought, what a waste of lipstick. No, thanks. Not for me. Not today, Satan. Then I've got this app called the Five Minute Journal and I tried it whilst I was having a really bad time in my life. So last year, for the second half of the year, uh, there was lots of really big personal stuff going on that was like really testing me, like testing my soul. And 
I had this little app and every day you had to write in like three things you were grateful for and being forced to write three things I was grateful for I realized I've just gone off from affirmations but that comes in second I'm jumping all over I'm sorry um having to write things you're grateful for forced me to find the good in my day when otherwise I'd wake up and be like oh I can't face my day and then having the affirmations kind of like wrapped my day up in a bow before it even started because I had woken up I had done three things I'm grateful for and it was always little things like um I'm really grateful that I've got my favorite bagels in the cupboard I'm gonna go and have that and sometimes it'd be big things like I'm grateful for Liam but generally just the small things um and then the affirmations gave me like goals so I had always thought affirmations were just these like hippy dippy like mm, I am worthy like okay great but they gave me goals so it was like I have enough energy to do my day and then all day I'd be like I have enough energy to do my day and rather than saying all day oh I'm so tired I'm so tired and, and when you say you're so tired you you feel more tired I'd be like, I have yeah. enough energy and it was a little bit fake it till you make it vibes and after a while I started finding I was just making it I was like I don't think I'm faking it I'm making it. I love it. Um, so, how many did you tell me to give you? Walking? No, it's, it's just your favourite. It's just your top oh, one. God, I could go on for ages. Um, quite like crystals as well, but I think I like them more as fidgets. I know that canny crystals is going to be like is insides <laughs> are going to be turning as I'm saying. <laughs> but I like the palm stones. I like just to hold them. They're smooth. I like to twiddle them round. Again, I think it's like when you walk, you've got something to do physically whilst you're thinking. Um, yeah. Do you know what? I've gone off. I've gone off track with myself now. I've forgotten the question. I've forgotten my answers. That's I hope all right. That was helpful. I'm going to be the worst. Right. It's just, just your favorite thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're great. Well, this brings us on to the next thing I wanted to talk about, which. I still struggle a little bit and you are definitely one of my only people in my life that I can really freely talk about this kind of shit with. Is it which money? Is, that, uh, is it going to be money? It's that we are wealthy fucking bitches. Yeah. We are wealthy women. And it's really difficult to sit here and say that. It still kind of catches in my throat a little Even bit. Hearing it, I'm a bit like, <laughs> are we wealthy women? But you're allowed to say it. You're allowed to say it and you're allowed to be it. And I think that I you're definitely the one of the I'm trying to think. Yeah, you probably you're you're the first friend I've had that is a wealthy woman that I can talk to about this stuff. And I love how freely you and I talk about yeah. like figures and, and you, we both just say it. And that's so refreshing because I find myself around so many other people having to censor myself. So yeah. I just wondered what, and, and I know we've talked a lot about dating, being a wealthy woman and how difficult that can be. Or well, I find it difficult yes. and just, yeah. just all of it. So what, how have you dealt with going from being a receptionist to then now being a really wealthy woman yeah so thank you first of all <laughs> I money is so money is factual because money is just numbers but money is also incredibly emotional because what money affords people brings us brings up all our human emotions so money gives you options and without money it takes away options and that makes life difficult so I do think money is a really tricky subject. I have really struggled with it for a long time because I don't ever want to make anybody feel 
bad or, or, or have any kind of negative impact on anybody. So I'm always very, I hope to be always really sensitive about money. Um, also, I've been conditioned not to talk about money. My dad mm. used to say all the time, like, don't talk about money. It's really vulgar. It's really crass to talk about money. Crass. Who uses the word crass? Except Your like, dad. My dad. Yeah. <laughs> really crass to talk about money. I was taught you should never, ever ask anybody how much they earn. You should never tell anybody how much they earn. Um, and so it's been a, a real learning curve for me to very gently, with the right people, break out of that. The fact is, we all know content creators or influencers, as the media has called us, are overpaid massively. Um, The fees that we charge for things are high. And if you've been doing it as long as I have, that does mount up to a healthy bank balance. Um, And I didn't expect that in my life. The joke is, when I was a receptionist, I still felt wealthy. I remember I had a job in Liverpool and I was on £14,000 a year. No, I was on £16,000 a year and because it was advertised for 14 and I remember he offered me 16 in the interview and I was like whoa thank you so much it's incredible and then I moved to Northampton to be a receptionist and it was £18,000 a year and I thought shit the bed I've made it £18,000 I was so happy with that and then when I started blogging I remember someone said oh you should make that your job and I laughed I was like oh no there's no money in this I'll just do this alongside being a receptionist then I went on maternity leave and that's when things really picked up and I thought god maybe I could make my aim was to make 600 pounds a month because that's how much I would have made if I'd have gone back part-time to my office job and I thought if I could make 600 pounds a month from this like internet stuff I'm doing then I could stay at home with baby Darcy and I did and I was like brilliant that was the goal 600 pounds a month And over time, it's taken off, it's become my full-time job, and then a career, and it's my whole world now, I absolutely love it. And I don't talk about the money side a lot, because there will be people on my online community and my real life that are not in the same position, and there's nothing worse than when you don't have a lot of money, is hearing someone else showing off. But I do think there's a difference between showing off and when I've had times in my life when I've not had a lot of money, hearing from people that have made money, I've wanted to know how they've done it. So I found Mm. that inspirational. But I never quite know what the balance is. So I'm a little bit nervous because I don't want to come across as a massive bellend, you know? Well, I think as well that you and I are very, very different in the fact that you are not teaching the energy of money, law of attraction, manifested money. Whereas for me, it's been a real it's it's difficult because that really is part of my job now because yeah. I feel like it's really interesting that you say that when you were a receptionist you felt really wealthy because I too have always felt really wealthy yeah from my very first job I've always felt super lucky I've always been able to afford to go on holidays with my friends I've always been able to do what I want and even when because sometimes people are like well that's easy for you to say because you know you're a podcaster and it's like no I need you to understand something. When I got divorced, none of, neither of my uh, fathers and my children have ever given me any financial, they don't give me financial support. My yeah. ex-husband never gave me anything. When I got divorced, I moved back to a one bedroom flat with my daughter. I was a spray tanner and an eyelash extensionist. I worked two days a week and I managed to earn more money than I used to in a full-time job. Whilst doing that, I managed to buy me and my daughter a second home. I bought a house in the country 
little three bedroom semi-detached house and I moved to the country and I still kept my flat in London. Now exactly. I wasn't an influencer. I wasn't a content creator. I wasn't a law of attraction. I, I did that. And I think it's really interesting that you've said that because I think that mentality, and this is what I try and say to people is it's not because I teach law of attraction. I know that there's so many law of attraction coaches that charge thousands and thousands of pounds for their stuff. And then they're like, I'm a millionaire. And it's like, but I don't do that. None of my stuff is expensive. My podcast is free. It's really for me about teaching people the energy of money. It's like, if I can do this with twin newborns and and a baby and being a single parent and not having any financial support, anyone can do it. And you don't have to do it by becoming a content creator like us. You can do it by becoming a spray tanner. You can do it by starting a business, selling stuff on Amazon. You can do it with anything. So I think it's just really interesting. Like, I remember when I very first did my first um, money like manifesting book, I was living with my mum and nan at the time because I was having my kitchen extended. And I was asking them all these questions being like, wow, mum, like, where do your money beliefs come from? Why do you have so many limiting beliefs about money? Why do you always say, God, that's expensive? And it was just me asking really open, honest questions to these two generations of women in my family. And I cannot tell you how much resistance I met, how many excuses I mean just how much they absolutely were like well you don't know what it was like for us it's like no I'm I'm just asking and it's funny just even asking the question about money it's deep-rooted emotions so much emotions but yeah I just love talking about it because I think as a single mum you're right or for anyone it gives you so many options it gives you so much freedom and it really is that which is what we're looking for we're not looking for money do you think we have either of us got a fucking ferrari no we don't give a shit like we just want options and freedom with our children and i think that that is like the most important thing and i'll always remember when we went for lunch and i was like oh i don't know which one to have i don't know whether to have this or that and you were like fran you're rich have both and i was like I oh did. god damn it <laughs> you're, said, you're rich have both yeah. i think i think um a couple of things that you said there that just want to pick up on having money for me the joy of being a wealthy woman is not having coins and notes it's not looking in my bank account and seeing the number it's having safety because mm. i have felt unsafe in my life before and I have had times where I felt unsafe when I've had no money and that makes it very hard. And I've had times when I felt unsafe and I don't mean unsafe. Maybe, I mean, there's been times where I felt physically unsafe, but when I was in a relationship that wasn't right for me, I felt unhappy and unstable. And I say unsafe in, in terms of like emotionally, I just didn't feel good. And I wanted to get out. I wanted a feeling of security and feeling secure enough to feel happy and having money helped because you, having money gives you options to help you in any situation so when people say oh money doesn't buy you happiness I disagree because money buys you options to feel safe and secure and feeling safe and secure is what makes me happy and the other thing I would say is my mentality around money has always been I can make money so yes at the moment I feel even uncomfortable saying at the moment I'm a wealthy woman this isn't because my dad gave me a million pounds when I was a teenager it wasn't it's not been given to me I've made it and I am lucky because I got on the I got into social media at the right time but I always think you can always make money 
anybody can make money if you are going to take the opportunities, if you're willing to look for the opportunities. And sometimes Mm. those opportunities will feel like really small rubbish things that you're tired and you don't want to do. But the more of those you do, the more bigger ones come and bigger ones come and bigger ones come. Um, I used to be a babysitter when I was 15 and I made flyers and put them all around our area. And I've always worked. I've always really enjoyed working and really enjoyed earning money. And I feel something that is hard, I think as well for women to talk about, is I feel really proud. I feel a sense of pride, but we're taught that, you know, pride is a, is it one of the seven deadly sins, pride. You shouldn't, you shouldn't feel it, you shouldn't embrace it. I feel really proud that I pay for my daughter's education completely by myself. I cover all of my daughter's costs, all of Darcy's costs. I cover loads of Pearl's costs. I take our family on holiday. I pay the mortgage. I feel really proud of that. And if a man was doing that, you'd be like, oh yeah, cool, good for him. But as women, we don't talk about it very much, do we? Because we're taught, you know, shh, just be quiet, be apologetic. Yeah, because number one, it's going to put off men. It's going to offend them and their little dainty egos. Oh, Um, dating. (laughs) Dating when you earn more than the the guy. That's a barrel of laughs. I've asked you about this. I think it's impossible. I don't know how to fucking do it. It's impossible because Liam doesn't care. Liam, because Liam finds value in other things other than money. So Liam's really successful in his own career, but he's works in public service. So his salary bracket is always going to be different to mine, but he doesn't care. But I have had a boyfriend before who I went to his house once and he was like, my house is a lot smaller than yours, but it's actually worth more. And I was like, oh, okay. We weren't talking. There was no context to this. I didn't walk in and go, gosh, what a small house. (laughs) I just said it. I was like, oh, this is going to be a problem. Yeah, it's really difficult. I'm definitely in my like masculine energy and it's really hard. And also these things um, aren't static because I remember when I was a single parent, well, I still am a single parent. When I first moved to this village, um, I've got mixed race children and I feel Mm -hmm. like moving to a very white village, being a single mum with mixed race children. I lived in quite a small house. It was like a three bedroom, 70 touch house. And I felt like very judged. Now, whether I was or not, who fucking knows? I probably, probably no one gives a shit. But I felt I had this thing about my grass. I was like, my grass needs to be cut because in my mind, single mums don't cut their grass, especially mums with mixed race children. They don't give a shit about their gardens. Oh my God. When I was a single mum, my garden was like a jungle. And one day, one of my there you go. <laughs> her husband to do it. She was like, do you want Pete to come and do the grass? I was like, I'm very embarrassed, but also yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah see, that's the thing. I just feel like there's so many things where I felt really... Just like, just judged on things. But I felt it's really weird. I used to feel like as a single mum in like being not poor, but like more modest, I felt like people were judging me. Mm -hmm. And now I live in a much bigger house and I've got a lot more money. I feel judged the other way. So yes, what I'm learning is the problem is basically with me. I feel like people are now judging me in a different way. And, and I get very uncomfortable about people coming to, it's just really weird. I don't know. I don't know how to overcome that. I don't actually know what to say to you because I completely understand what you're saying. Um, And I don't know what the answer is. It's almost like the world wants you to be in a middle ground box. But if you ask people individually, if you went to every one of your listeners right now and said, would you rather I was living my dream life that I love so much and I tell you all about it, or would you rather I didn't live this and I lived um, a more, a perhaps a more modest life or had a smaller house or had less, they would, of course, all individually say, no, live your dream life. I, I'm happy for you. 
Um, so I don't know if it's a collective thing or I think it's maybe a perceived thing. I don't know because I think it's perceived. I get it's in it. My brain. Yeah, I do some, but I get a lot of comments on the internet, and and for every ninety nine good comments, there's always one little trolly comment, and they're the ones that you hear the loudest. So mm. I don't know. I'd love to hear what other people think on this, but you and I have bonded because we're. It's hard to find people in this same position, and it's nice. But I'm always conscious that I don't ever want to make anyone else feel uncomfortable or feel negative or to feel like I'm showing off. I never want to show off. I just sort of want to be like. I want you to have this too. And I think that's what you're saying. You're saying, I yeah. have got this big, shiny, amazing thing. And I want to tell you that you can have it too. We can all yeah. have this big, shiny thing. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's why even back in the day when I had my salon and I was, I felt like the wealthiest woman in the world. I was living in a fucking one bedroom flat with my daughter. But I was like, oh my God, everyone should be doing spray tanning. You earn more than a solicitor per hour. This is what. And I think that's just the energy I try to carry through with everything I do. I'm very transparent about money goals. And I say to people like, I'm getting a pool. And I feel very like, oh, about it. But it's like, I want to take them on this journey and show them that this isn't just for me. Like I'm not an yeah. anomaly compared to other people. I'm poor compared to other people. I'm rich, like, but anyone can follow this yes. and do the same thing. I think well, the key is we're sorry. I've just talked over you again, but the key no, is, go for it. <laughs> I say this with love and respect for you as well. We're not special. There's nothing no. special about us that it is that has started there's nothing special about us and if we can do it you can also do it I think is what we're trying to say 100 percent um I was just gonna say I manifested you I don't know if I told I'm sure I told you this but I actually listeners I want you to hear this because the book club bitches will remember this in January every January we do the magic which is like a 28 day gratitude process and you always kind of state at the beginning what you want to get out of it and after Christmas, I was feeling very, very, um, not lonely, that's not the right word, but I think that when you're a single mum, especially with toddlers, especially with a lot of children, your reality is, is that a lot of your time you are with your children at home, like that's just what you're doing. And as much as you might have great friends and great family, you are very much like kind of in your house, your kids are in bed, you're by yourself. And dating is not an option for me right now because of the children. So I not really wanted to manifest. Children, it's because of your own mindset. It's your own mindset. But yeah, carry on. carry on. I know. But honestly, if you met them, you'd know why I can't date. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was really like, I just want to manifest a friend who completely gets me and does the same kind of thing as me. And if I'm like, I need to take pictures of this, they wouldn't be like, this is weird. Or I need to create 10 stories. Just, I don't know. I just wanted somebody that was on the same wavelength. And then literally who slid in my DMs? Not a it's man. Me. No, it was you. Spoiler alert. It was you. <laughs> and I get a lot of people DM me saying they listen to the podcast, like loads of people that I'm like, wow, this is wild. But I was just, for some reason, I just messaged you. And I think, I think I was very forward. I think I just gave you my phone number, didn't I? I was like, hit me up, bitch. I don't remember. I don't know. I'm going to have, I'm going to go back and look now. I don't I'm know pretty sure started. I said to you, WhatsApp me, I think. Well, I feel like I said it because I always move people off of the apps. Because I always, I don't know why I just prefer WhatsApp. I'm going to go right I, to the beginning. Um... I truly hate DMs. They're the Wild West for me. So I like to move people to WhatsApp too, but I've, I'm going to bet it was me. So was it you? I'm Francesca Amber. I'm going to look on Law of Attraction. 
changed my yes, life. it was on Law of Attraction one. But anyway, I would never have guessed at that time, not only are we the same height and the same age, um, but yeah, we're the same height and the same age. We I don't know who it was, but we did voice notes. Who knows? Oh, for who fuck's knows? sake. <laughs> Someone who loves voice notes. I, I never knew that we would have so much in common. And honestly, you have provided me with so much invaluable advice and support and everything. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> Isn't it weird? But I man- I literally said to the magic, that's what I wanted to manifest. And then boom, there you were. Telling me to have two lunches, telling me to live my best life. <laughs> Yes. So thank you, oh, truly. Well, thank, thank you, truly, because your podcast has provided me so much solace and also so much food for thought. I listen to it and then I kind of do my homework and I think about it all week and I try and put some of the things into practice. I think you recently did a podcast about listening versus doing. Um, yeah. I try and do the things that uh, are suggested. Some of, the, some of the weeks don't necessarily apply to me, but when they do, I really try um, and I love your outlook on things. I love your positivity. I think that's what I'm really drawn to with you is your super positive vibes. Even when you're walking through a really hard path. And I know that there's lots of things that have gone on in your life that perhaps you haven't been able to fully share on here because maybe they involve other people or maybe it's not quite the right place to share that kind of stuff. But I know that that's been really hard. And throughout that, you've been so positive And that makes me think, right, if she can do it, I can also do it. And I just think how weird that we found each other and so much of what we've been through is exactly the same. It's weird. So weird. And so on weird. this podcast now, I'm looking at the two webcams. We have exactly the same hair colour as well. <laughs> I'll, whatever bleach you're using, I'm using too, babes. <laughs> yeah, it's very odd. I think we are sisters from another mister. I don't know. Maybe. But anyway, I'm glad I found soul you. clusters. Like, let's not. This is another podcast, but soul clusters and how you're. Have you heard of this? Maybe no. What? Or oh, this is for another conversation. But it, I've heard of this thing called soul clusters or soul families. And I, I personally believe that you go to heaven, and well, the goal is go to heaven, live with God, and also I believe in Jesus, so live with Jesus as well. Uh, but some people believe that you get reincarnated and you come back, and it's the same group of souls that connect every time. So it might be that we were sisters in a previous life, or it might be that we were, we could have been married, we could have been twins, we could have been mother and daughter, or whatever. But you always find those same souls again in just different roles, and sometimes when I'm like allowing my mind to think things outside of my belief system of like heaven and god and faith i think oh maybe we're maybe you're in my soul cluster do you know what i did not know that was what it's called but i am 100 percent down with that from the minute i met bohemia i was like i, I feel an affinity and now i've had three children i really feel an affinity and i went to a um psychic and she said she was actually your mother in a previous life and it's really weird she helps me a lot like it's really weird. she actually helps me even though she's six and it's so bizarre and my friend john I met him and as the second I met him, I said, you were my son in a past life. I was very drunk, but I was like, you're my son in a past life. And it, literally, I feel so connected to him. And I've, I very rarely feel like that in my life. It's like, oh my God, we need to do a whole other episode on soul yeah, clusters. Google it, soul clusters. I need to do that. Well, thank you so much for being here today and for taking the time. Is there anything you want to promote? How can people find you? Oh, God, I feel like I should have said so much better stuff and I've just had a little waffle. I, I'm be sorry to your audience. Because sometimes you have like authors on that have like written like really intelligent books about science. And I'm like, 
whoa, yeah, that's blown my mind. Uh, but I walk around the path in my garden. <laughs> yeah, I've done. A, I've got a path. I've had a little walk round. It's really nice. So uh, yeah, it's forty minutes. You'll never get back. Nice like that. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Probably is where I'm there the most, which is just at Louise Pentland. But everything I've got is called Louise Pentland. So if you're interested, that's where I am. If you like books that are just chick lit, easy read, got those as well. But no pressure. Um, are you on TikTok? Are you a TikTok bitch? Um, I'm like a TikTok bitch because I try mm. and then I go on and off it. So I really need to be a TikTok full bitch, but really I just sort of go, eh, try a bit. I'll tell you what it is, just can't, can't, I don't know all the nooks and crannies of it. Instagram, I know my way around like the back of my hand, but TikTok, sometimes I love it and sometimes I think I don't understand. Don't understand. Is it because we're 37? I didn't want to say it, but it's because we're old. Okay, yeah, we're older. We're older. <laughs> we're in the summer of our lives, and this Botox is holding up well. <laughs> You've reminded me. I need to book mine. Well, yeah. thank you so much for being here. Um, and me. yes, honestly, it's been glorious. And I will see you bitches later. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.